The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Welcome back to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. The weeks fly by and sometimes I find myself thinking about the interesting moments in our life where we meet somebody unexpected. Has that ever happened to you? It's happened to me many times. So um, as many of you know, I do retreats for women and I was on my way to such a retreat here in Quebec and I got a call from someone I respect very much, the owner of a spa. Her name is Jocelyn Debuc. And she told me that there's somebody I have to meet, I absolutely have to meet, and my empowered women will absolutely love her. And I, there, she's giving a lecture at the spa, and I must hear it. So I said, okay, I'll go hear what she has to say. And I loved listening to her. It was fabulous. And we became friends. And um, she is my special guest today. So that's my little synchronicity story. So one thing I want you to do before we get into this is think about your own life and when you meet people. And sometimes people come into our life for a reason. So maybe this week when something happens, look at the possibility that you're supposed to meet this person or this thing is supposed to happen. Um, Let me tell you about my guest who I think I was supposed to meet and I think you guys are supposed to meet. She is quite an interesting lady. Her name is Rosemary T. Clay. Rosemary, am I saying that right? Correct, Sandra. Okay. And in terms of her background, she has a Bachelor's of Science in Biochemistry, and she has worked in the pharmaceutical industry for over 15 years in research, compliance, audits, and regulation. She, she's a lecturer and a specialist in the anti-inflammatory hypotoxic diet since 2014, but... We will explain why she became an expert, and that's where it gets really interesting. What happened to Rosemary before we welcome her is in 2009, she got a severe and rare inflammatory disease, which was called, now I'm going to try to say this, chronic recurrent idiopathic angioedema, and she had daily anaphylactic symptoms, and she had to find out what was going on. And today on Straight Talk, we're going to talk about what she found out. But first, welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich, Rosemary. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I'm so happy to be with you today and to talk to you about my journey. And what you said from the beginning is so true. We just need to listen to the signs that sometimes that the universe sends us. And I think that we were just meant to meet when I was giving this lecture and you had your group of empowered women and I was feeling like an empowered that day and <laughs> during my conference. And when I met you guys, the 
energy of the group was just like, I remember that day so well. I was so emotional. I was feeling really? all the women's energy. Yeah, I was feeling all of their energy. And like there was a lot of compassion, love, and the group was so united. And I don't know, there was something also coming like from you. Yeah. And like the, the, the teaching that was there. So it was really incredible. And the way I gave the lecture was really from my heart. And I gave it all. And uh, well, thank you for this. Uh, uh, no, thank you. I think we really connected. I think we understood each other mm-hmm. uh, because it was kind of weird because we didn't know each other. And again, no. I, I, I do a group for empowerment for women twice a year at the spa. So our paths yeah. really wouldn't have crossed. But there we were. And you were talking about topics. I'm very interested in nutrition. And I remember mm-hmm. you talked about um, a, a food you made that won, a, won this huge um, contest. Yeah. And I wanted to know about Anyways, we're going to get into all that. So. What happened in 2009 to you? What happened? Yeah, um, that, uh, it was actually August 6, 2009. <laughs> I remember the day so well. Of course. Uh, I, was, uh, I was going to work and I had this severe, I thought it was an allergy because uh, it like, took over all of my body inside and out. Uh, I would say like it was like a volcano. I would tell them like it was burning volcano in all my body. And uh, I wanted to go to work. And actually, I went to the office because I had to submit a document to the government. And then everybody was telling me, you you need to go to ER. But, you know, as superwoman, we think like we can handle the whole thing and control it. I had to sign the letter before I go to ER. And uh, I... And then the allergy that I thought it was allergy took over my body and I was in, uh, hospitalized in emergency for many days under surveillance, high surveillance. I couldn't even... Okay, so wait a second. You, did, you were at work. You didn't go to hospital. You call yourself a superwoman. So we'll just clarify what that means is you're one of those yeah. women who felt you can yeah, handle anything. Think, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I so thought that because it was coming um, gradual, that the reactions were going, taking over my body gradually, and yeah. I thought I would take antihistamines and it will go away. Yeah, of course, you I know? would think the same. So what made you actually yeah. go to the hospital, ultimately? Uh, I just couldn't take it anymore. The, it was taking all over my body. It was really severe. And so I when you say taking over, you mean the pain, you mean the inflammation, what do you mean? It was uh, inflammation, all my body was swelling with uh, red, redness inside and outside, my lips were swelling, my throat, and I was feeling like in my throat closing, and uh, it Oh my was God, like, that uh, must have been so scary. I was having an anaphylactic uh, symptom. And were I you terrified? I was, at the beginning, I was saying, no, it will go away because we can control it, but I was then, when I need to go to the ER, I knew it was very bad and my life was in danger. Oh my God, you must have been so scared. So you, yeah. you took yourself to the hospital or you went in an ambulance no, no, to the hospital? I couldn't drive. My husband took me. He ran from work and okay. he took me to the hospital and I was in ER directly inside and for many days. So I started on the cortisone, the epinephrine and the whole thing. And then wow. this thing started, and then they, I, they let me out a few days after, but then it came back in my throat. So I got the angioedema. All the reactions were inside my body. Uh, now, when, every, when you were, when you, Rosemary, when you went for the first few days, did they know what was wrong with you? No, 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 they didn't know. They didn't they know, didn't okay. Know. So you left and all. you had to go back. They gave me cortisone for 10 days yes. and, and antihistamines, and I went back home. And even one, one day after five, six days, I went to work. 
I went to work, and then it took over my face, the reaction. I started coughing, uh, my throat started tightening, and my lips swelling, and uh, I needed to, I didn't have, I was losing breath, and uh, I needed to take, I went to ER again with my husband. And uh, and then what happened? Immediately. Then I stayed another five days, and then they started all the testing, and then I got diagnosed with, like, they told me, we don't know what it is, so it's angioedema. Angioedema, it's the swelling of the edema inside our body, and I would swell in every mucus part inside the body from throat, esophagus, intestines, and till the genital parts, I would feel like I would have urinary infection daily, so uh, they so it was uh, really severe. <laughs> wow. Yep. So they give you a diagnosis. They've got it, you know, you're, you're back breathing. And I guess the swelling started to go down. And what are you thinking? I was thinking, uh, I was just uh, thinking that it's going to go away. I'm going to take the meds, a few meds. I'm in the pharma industry. And uh, I will take those meds. That will heal me. And I'll go back to work. But they were not, they wouldn't go back, those reactions. And I kept going back to the hospital, and I was taken in charge by the internal medicine, amazing staff at the Hospital Sacré-Cœur. And um, I was, since that day, uh, immunosuppressed, cortisone, antihistamines, anti-inflammatory, uh, anti-pain, and it was all high dosage, so I had no quality of life, and uh, it was pretty bad. They said it's angioedema chronic for ever. Recurrent every day, idiopathic. They don't know what causes it. They just know wow. it happens. So they were treating the symptoms and not the disease itself. Okay, so something must have happened because you're here today to tell us a story. So how did you get out of this horrible, horrible place? What happens? Yeah, I was. Um, I think that day, August sixth, was the day of my. Healing journey was the day of my rebirth now. I look at it, and I, every day I thank that day, actually. So uh, what, now, when you say that, I have to ask you, what do you think was different about your life then to your life now? Are you talking about the nutrition? Are you talking about your own personality? What are you referring to? I'm just talking about the whole life, priority in life, looking at things differently, living the moment present, um, you know, enjoying life. Uh, and you, you didn't know, do that before? I was. I thought I was doing an amazing. I just loved my job. I had an amazing career. I was manager at uh, regulatory and compliance uh, in a big pharma and a company, and I loved my. The, the, I loved my career. My career was really boosting, and I had everything organized in my life. My kids, the meals. I had a lot of Excel sheets, like many moms. Oh God! A lot of sounds a lot like it. my life. You're scaring me. Yes, and uh, <laughs> it was that. And yeah. then I never took the time for myself, I guess. But I was in, I thought I was enjoying it, and I loved every moment. But this thing came, and then the shock uh, uh, that I couldn't, what was the scariest at the beginning, and that I could not control my disease. I couldn't control the healing. I couldn't get myself to be better. Right. You know? I had to take the treatments. Uh, that would cause cancer, we had to evaluate the risk and benefits of the treatment that I would have a ca- uh, risk of cancer or any other infectious disease versus getting the anaphylactic shock daily. So, so I went ahead with... 
you were Pardon? like between a rock and a hard place. Like both decisions yes. were not good. No, but I chose uh, the risk of taking cancer because I knew what it was. Okay. I knew As a opposed lot of studies to, yeah. There. yeah. I knew there's a lot of uh, studies on, on nutrition against cancer. I didn't know anything about angioedema. And it was like a wall, angioedema. Like it's a rare disease. Yeah. It's an orphan disease that no one knows about. Uh, there's a lot of clinical studies and to investigate medication for that. And I wouldn't fit in any category of this disease. So uh, we took the, the risk of getting another <laughs> disease that is known. <laughs> wow. But then That's, since I'm yeah. a researcher and I'm a scientist, I knew like I'm in bed, I can research about cancer, not to get cancer. <laughs> right. So, uh, it was the way I didn't have any energy except reading and half an hour or an hour a day to take care of my kids. My, 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 my husband, it was very hard on the family. I had two young kids and I couldn't really take care of them. So I would take, I would leave some energy in the morning to be with them to make their lunches and then I would be stunned the whole day. And then just in the afternoon, a little bit for their homework, and that's it. And a little bit to read the story at night. I didn't wow. have any other energy at all. Pretty, pretty dark time for you. Yeah, I was, uh, I was having a lot of symptoms, and I was living alone. I wouldn't want to say to my family, to my husband, I was scared of dying every day. Like, my mm. husband had to go to work. I would get help from my mom. She would come over. He would call me God knows how many times to see I'm okay. So, um, yeah. And uh, that was the that was the fear of living, and and I had to, you know. But I was in denial a lot of, at the beginning. I was denial, denial about the disease, denial about your quality of life, denial about was, being yeah. a superwoman. What were you in denial about? I was in denial that I was sick. Okay. Because I could not be sick. Because for me, and I think, and now I'm seeing it, and I know a lot of my friends. We always think that. We, there is a solution to everything, and I have always been brought up like that in my career and my job daily, even at home. There's always a solution. And for my angioedema, I could not find a solution. I would tell my doctor, I would go to see him, I would go, okay, but what is the plan B? <laughs> what is the plan B? He would like, okay, we'll try <laughs> this med. We'll try, yeah, but, but what, is, what, is, what is my plan B? Or how I'm going to get out of it. Like, uh, and I would be researching and taking studies to him, and I found this and I found that, but I was very sick. <laughs> so, you were very sick, and from what I understand, when you accepted the sickness, you then fell into a depression. A major depression. Okay. Major depression, yeah. So because how do you, was, how do you uh, get from being really sick, majorly depressed, no energy, to where you are now? Like, what was the shift? What was the shift? It was a day that my, the nurse at the hospital, she shook me and uh, I was in bad shape. I was, in, I was lacking oxygen in my body. And, uh, uh, and then uh, I was having severe uh, uh, adverse events. And uh, I was sitting on the chair waiting for my doctor. And I was looking. There was a lot of sick people that day. And she comes and she goes, Mrs. Tickley, you need to come and lay down. I go, no, 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 I can't. I'm okay. There's, you can put the other lady. She's really sick. And she looked at me and she looked at me in the eyes and she said, you are very, 
very sick and you need to lay down. Oh my God. I think that day was a major shift in my uh, accepting, but I was, this is where the depression started <laughs> when she told me that. Right. So she, she was one of those people, like I said about you, that you needed to meet in your life. Like the way she said mm-hmm. that you are very, mm-hmm. very sick. It registered for you. So she was, she was the beginning of the healing, I suppose. First you, you yeah. hit the ground, but it was the beginning. Sometimes we have to hit the ground really hard before the healing begins. Yeah. And I believe that. And I say it even during the conference and the lectures I give all the time. We hit the ground. We go down. Because there is something for us to learn. There is something for an experience, a lesson, to bring it up with us. So I was down, and I think I was in Geodema for a reason. And this is why I'm here today. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite amazing because as we continue on in our talk, we're going to hear how you took this horrible I mean, it's almost hard to imagine such a horrible time in your life where you go from one moment having a great career, everything's going well, to suddenly there's no real plan B. You're very, very ill, and you have two choices, both of which are horrible, and you're depressed, and everything's a bit of a mess, to where we are now, you know, on Straight Talk with Sandra Reach, talking about the career you now have and what you learned and how you healed yourself and put yourself in remission. So we're going to take a short break. Um, so Perfect. just hold on, Rosemary, and we'll be right back with Rosemary T. Clay on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So we're back with Rosemary T. Clay. I have like a few comments about this story that I'm hearing. I mean, I didn't know all the details of her story. So, you know, first of all, I, it does strike me, you know, again, I do run empowered women groups. It does strike me this superwoman, um, you know, thing that's going on these days. And, you know, we're all guilty of it. You know, we're career women, mothers, mm-hmm. wives, sisters. And uh, I know, you know, I'm constantly running around myself. And I think that we have to really listen to our bodies. I myself 
this year. I've, you know, most people who know me know I've had a bad time. Yeah. You can hear it in my voice mm-hmm. with sickness. And I feel mm-hmm. that my body is speaking to me. Now, you really got, like, I remember Oprah would say, first you get a pebble, then you get a rock, then the whole darn mountain's going to hit you until you learn the lesson. And you got mm-hmm. the whole darn mountain hitting you. And yeah. But yet, you were smart enough to arrive at the conclusion that there's something to learn here. And so, mm-hmm. while, you, while you were in your depression, at some point, you decided to start listening to what your body was trying to tell you. And what mm-hmm. happens? Yeah. Uh, um, really, uh, the depression needed to go really down until, like, really, the black thought had to emerge from pain I was in so much pain but then one day I looked at my kids and I said they still need me and I have to find a solution and there is a solution they must be a solution so this this statement at the beginning is not false but I just haven't found it at the beginning Mm. and it took for me to go really down to say oh there is and then I seeked help well, I just want to I just want to stop you right there because you know, I think what you're saying is so important for so many people listening because I think there's people listening that are in that dark place right now, you know, at the clinic mm-hmm. we meet them and when you're in the dark place, it feels like there's no way out and you feel like mm-hmm. you're stuck and I really hope that they're they're inspired by your story because you hit the ground and you felt like there was really no hope and then yeah. you started to get curious there's got to be a solution and I think it takes that kind of um resilience and that kind of determination, like you looking at your kids and saying, no, they need me. I've got to fight to be able to overcome yeah. disease. We need that yeah. fight. You had a fighter in you come back, which yeah. is hard to do and when you're depressed. The, yeah, because there was so much love. And I said to myself, when I still have a lot of love to give. Yeah. And then I said, I need help. And I called the helpline, <laughs> like, and I went to seek a therapy. And she oh, wow. told me, you need to tell your doctor, your specialist about it. And I go, I can't tell him I'm depressed. I'm Why like, not? Yeah, I'm me, like, because we're yeah. still a superwoman. Yeah. But then, and then I said, I needed to tell him. And I remember I was so, like, scared to say how depressed I was to my doctor. But then I said it. And then he, he knew, he told me, this is normal, but yeah. I'm looking at you and your body cannot take any more medication and treatments. Right. You're like saturated with drugs, saturated. Right. Your body cannot take any more antidepressant pill. I know you're strong and I give you a week to come up. He looked at me and I go, I had started yoga. I went yesterday to yoga. I remember it was Tuesday. I went to yoga and his appointment with him was on Wednesday. Uh-huh. And he told me, if in three, four days, in a week, you're not up, you come back. And I went to yoga on Tuesday and it was bad. <laughs> I was in of pain. Course. I had reactions. Wednesday, yeah. I went to see him and I said, oh, my God, he's trusting that I won't do anything bad and then on Thursday I went back to yoga and my healing process the universe from that moment started putting signs and healing uh, uh, tools in front of my path it was crazy one af- one thing after another and and uh, yeah this how it started <laughs> okay so it starts with yoga and you're saying th- signs start showing up and I know that one of the signs 
was a book called The End of Pain. What's that? Mm-hmm. What yeah. is that? And after, was it the, the book you picked up or that, did you meet her? Yes, Sorry? a week after this, I went to see my family doctor. And for, I think I had sinusitis, like, so I don't see my specialist for that. And he told me, you're really in bad shape. I go, yeah. He goes, this book just came out. I go, what book? He goes, it's the end of pain, how nutrition and diet can fight chronic inflammatory disease, but by Dr. Jacqueline Lagasse. He goes, it's making amazing results, and you need to, to do that. I go, what is that? He goes, it's a new diet. Not a, not a new diet. It's a diet that involves uh, gluten-free and dairy-free. And I just was so surprised. I go, I can't live without my cheese. What are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's always what people say. Yeah, yeah. and the baguette. Yeah. I love the baguette. Of course. <laughs> I, go, of I can't course. live without my cheese. <laughs> yeah. He goes, yeah. just read the book. I go, okay. okay. <laughs> so I went that afternoon and I, st- I bought the book. And, you know, as a scientist, as a, uh, in the pharma, I took it and I bought Post-it. And I started reading for two months the book. And every single sentence made sense. Wow. Scientifically, I was just like out of my head. I go, oh, my God, the whole puzzle of my whole life is making sense in that book. Every single symptom that I suffered during my teenager or during my, when we were like uh, in the 20s and the 30s, it's all making sense and why I got the angioedema. And then I started that diet uh, two, two months after and two weeks after starting it, I started having improvement in, in my symptoms. No way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two yeah. weeks so, after starting the diet. Yes, exactly okay. two weeks. I followed it 100%. And, and what is the diet? So it's called a hypotoxic diet. What's a hypotoxic hypo- diet? Hypotoxic, it's really like reducing the, tox- the uh, most toxic uh, the, that have the toxicity in our body, the glycotoxins that could be very uh, nocive, that uh, can hurt, harmful to our okay. body. So it's really reducing that. And it's nothing new. It's not been invented. Dr. Jacqueline Lagasse had vulgarized the studies of Dr. Seignalet from France. Oh. That has been since 1985 that he put uh, this uh, diet through a lot of research, a lot of studies, and he made his book, Troisième Médecine, The Third Medicine. Okay. And, it, and, and she just vulgarized it in French and then has been translated in English and became a bestseller in Quebec. Wow. So this diet is, shall I say what it is? Like explain yes. the basics of it. Oh, so yes. It's a, so it's really like gluten-free diet. Okay, okay. So eliminating all modern cereals and nothing okay. is new. And I know Dr. David, Dr. Parmeter with the grain brain is even like a lot of studies throughout the States are talking about it in, in, the, in Europe about the the the. the bad effect of gluten on our body and our microbiome. So it's gluten-free cereals okay. and dairy-free. Okay. Uh, dairy-free from uh, animal milk okay. and cheeses. Okay. And uh, the third major uh, guideline, basic, is the cooking temperature of animal protein. Like, let's say, if it's chicken, meat, whatever. So we, the, the studies have revealed that it has to be cooked below 230 Fahrenheit. Okay. So that the glycotoxin 
doesn't be don't be produced. Above okay. 230 Fahrenheit, the gli- major glycotoxin through the Maillard reaction yep. are produced. So okay. these glycotoxin they go through our tissues, the joints, and they cause inflammation based on the genetic of each person. Okay. So these are the three major basics of this uh, diet. And as I, of course, no refined sugar, salt, no industrial food. We know all of this. Like nothing, no preservative, no, you know. So it has to be a whole food uh, cooked at low temperature and no dairy and no gluten. Okay, so here's again where our worlds collided because um, a, a little shout out to Spa Eastman because I've been hosting mm-hmm. my events there for years and years and years and years and years. And the owner of Spa Eastman is very into the book that you talked mm-hmm. about and her entire mm-hmm. kitchen is based on the hypotoxic diet. So I yeah. had actually heard this term even before I met you because Jocelyna is very interested in this and I, she bases the cuisine at Spa Eastman on this. So it's a bonus when people come to your event or my events, they naturally are going to get a chance to eat this way, which is exactly. you know, a and little shout-out for your, your events and my events where we have this kind of diet. And when I go to Spa Eastman, I feel fabulous, just fabulous. I, I love it. Cuisine, it's a five-star cuisine, and yeah. they cooked, everything is cooked at low temperature and yeah. gluten-free, and they, but people don't even notice. Like We don't even have no. to tell them that it doesn't have gluten. No. It's like full of flavor, and this is how I cook too, and I teach during my retreats. Like I, we teach people how to uh, cook at low temperature by steam, yeah, you know, and I, I, in my teaching, I tell them like, treat the food kindly as you want them to treat your body. So basically it's like really visual. We don't want to burn the food. It's going to burn our body. It's going to create glycotoxins and it's going to go through the intestinal barrier and uh, go inside our, uh, the circulation and cause diseases, you know? Okay, so I have like a few questions here, Rosemary. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of this is, you know, uh, very much, it happens to be that I'm very into this stuff. It's sort of just another Mm -hmm. coincidence. And myself, I believe very much in a whole food plant-based diet, which many people call Mm -hmm. vegan. Um, And I I noticed in your notes that although you started with Dr. Lagasse's book, Mm -hmm. The Low Temperature for Meats, you yourself became a vegan. Mm-hmm. So I want to try to understand what happened to you. So you started to feel better. And mm-hmm. In two weeks, you started to feel better and it kept on going? It kept on going. The whole thing took two years and a half for me to stop the treatment. But I was going gradual because I believe in a global approach and a okay. therapeutic uh, uh, tool for medication, naturopath. Like, you know, you need to, we need to get any healing to our body. So I went slowly, but I kept on doing the really uh, whole, uh, whole food diet. And then when you start eating that way, you start listening to your body and you, you detect if there's something you eat, it bothers you because we're more alert. We're living in the moment present. And this is how I found like red meat. I cut it at the beginning because it causes like it could cause me inflammation. It, was, it wasn't giving me a lot of energy. When I eliminated, I was getting more energy. So for me, it was gaining half an hour battle every okay. single day. And then okay. I found that the eggs bother my stomach. I thought it was the onions, but actually it was the eggs, you know? Okay. So I removed the eggs. I was better. So it was really gaining until 
I became vegan and with the hypotoxic diet, so gluten-free as well and no corn. I don't eat corn. For what reason do you not eat corn? Corn is a cereal that causes, that has similar properties with gluten and can cause inflammation. And nowadays, also we have that, it's like rarely that we see the non-GMO corn available, so... Okay, well, hold on a sec. That's interesting to me because usually when you buy a gluten-free cereal, it often has corn in it. Yeah, yeah. So, so you avoid those corn. (laughs) Yeah, no no corn. corn. Okay, and so from 2009 till now, you got Mm -hmm. your life back. You got healthy, Mm -hmm. and you turned Mm -hmm. this into a career. Yeah. Hello. Talk me, to me. Sandra. It's, it's amazing. It's the universe. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's the universe. I oh started the diet March 15, 2012. Yeah. I became vegan uh, like four months after. And then one day, I, and I was cooking because I didn't have a lot of energy to cook. Uh, so I needed to make a like, very amazing dish that my kids and my husband would love. Yes. So, and I love to cook. I love to eat. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so my son, there was once um, a cooking champion, uh, uh, cooking contest at Expo Manger Santé de Montréal yes. in 2014. And my son told me, you should apply, mommy. I go, what do you mean I should apply? Me? He go, yeah, you're good. And then I applied and I won. <laughs> it's crazy. Now, <laughs> you know, I do want to... championship. I, I, it's amazing. And I do want to say, Rosemary, that you're saying it's the universe, which I do agree with, but it's also science. And I feel we have to say that because, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a scientist, you're a scientist. And I feel like mm-hmm. there is certainly all of May, I have a whole segment coming up on nutrition and doctors and the research mm-hmm. that we have. There is a lot of science behind this, not just universe. There's a lot of science to uh, the dairy free, to the gluten free. There's, there's a lot of science that gluten free is not for yeah. everybody, but there, we know that there's a lot of science and we're, we know that the food industry we're finding it more and more that how we feel and how we eat have a very big correlation with depression with anxiety with what happened mm-hmm. to you so i just want this is, yeah i just want the viewers to definitely know that this is not only the universe which i love but also mm-hmm. pure silence and i guess dr Gasset considers herself a scientist as well yeah 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 and even like sandra like in my lectures and the conferences i explain the scientific background behind why the gluten is not good for us and why the dairy and the causes like uh, in, in every element of these groups, why they're toxic and why they generate the, 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 the toxin in our body. Like, so it's the science. We, we need to back up ourselves by science. Definitely, because yes. this is how we need to validate, and especially yes. like it has yes. to be validated, it has yes. to be proved, it has to be written, and it has because to be, people you know, want their cheese. If there's no science, they want their cheese. So we so need the science. Leaving my conference, most of them are stopping dairy and cheese. I tell them what's in it, and then they stop. Yes, but they need to know. So, Rosemary, I have so many questions. So, first of all, what's dinner at your house? First of all, give us an example of what you're eating because I know what people are thinking. I know because I hear them all. They say to me all the time, well, what the heck do you eat? So, what are you eating? Talk to me. Tonight, I cooked, um, I had uh, cooked uh, like Mexican quinoa dish with with, uh, beans, black beans. Mm-hmm. and tomato and I have a side dish of a green salad mm-hmm. so in the quinoa we have the omega we have the fibers we have the the, the like uh, uh, also the, in the beans I have 
the proteins and the calcium, and we have the tomato, and, and then I have a big leafy green salad on the side. So it's full of flavors, and it's amazing. This is what we're I- having tonight. Sounds great. Now, how many people come up to you and say, uh, Rosemary, that's all very nice, but where are you getting your protein from? I bet a lot of people say that to you. Mm-hmm. Well, the yeah. proteins, this is where I think we're oversaturated with proteins. Yeah. We have proteins from grains, from um, legumes. Even there are proteins in leafy greens and kale that's, and bok choy. Like, there is yeah. uh, proteins everywhere. We don't need to, to worry about greens. And what the most important is to have a balanced meal. Uh, yeah. that you have a colorful meal on every single, like in the morning, the breakfast, which is the fuel of our day, uh, and then uh, at lunch, and then in the evening. So, so I tell them leafy greens in the morning, in the snack, at lunch, and at night. So, um, no, yeah. Yeah, so it sounds, it sounds great, and I know people want to know, what's breakfast at the T. Clay House? What are you having for breakfast? Yeah, the breakfast usually uh, are, um, for my end, they're smoothies. I always start with my lemony water with ginger. Okay. And then I have my smoothie, but the anti-inflammatory smoothie, not the trendy smoothie. <laughs> so I don't have much sugar. I have basically uh, leaves and uh, the dairy, <laughs> not the trendy smoothie milk. Okay, that's cute. No, I thought it was cute, and the non-trendy always- smoothie. I like that. Yeah, I don't follow trend. Yeah. Because this is what's the problem in our society today, that people that were bombarded by information that we're just yes. following, we just you need to stop and read about it, get informed, get educated on it, and then see if it suits our body and our needs, you know? Like smoothie, I don't put a lot of, I don't put fruits. Barely I put one fruit, and uh, I don't. And it's basically uh, non-dairy nut milk or coconut water, with a lot of leaves, and I have my good fat, avocado, or I have my nuts, or the nut butter, and then you have your superfood, the shea, the, the flax seed, the hemp seed, or, or chlorella, so you have to talk in my language as well. I love yeah. it. We got to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to hear how uh, Rosemary ended up meeting her idol and became very good friends with her. I can't wait to hear about that. We'll be right back with Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com. And change your life forever. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, 
Back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. We are back with the fascinating Rosemary T. Clay and her incredible story. There's a lot to talk about, even on the commercial break, we're talking. So I want to, what I'm hoping to get in in this segment, Rosemary, is I'd like to talk about a little bit, we were talking on the break about the science with the gluten-free and the dairy. Now, particularly I'm interested in the fact, and I, I think hopefully other people are interested, there's a lot of controversy on gluten-free. I've just come back from a conference that says that it's overblown and um, that some people are very sensitive to gluten, but not all people. So I want that on the table. And I also want to talk to you about how it wasn't just your diet. It was also your own relationship with yourself and how you met your idol and became friends with Dr. Jacqueline Lagasse. Oh so let's, okay. let's start with that <laughs> yeah. first. Dr. Lagasse, how did you, what happened? You're reading her book, you're feeling better, and you call her up and say, you changed my life? No, I wanted to, she was, um, she was giving conferences, and every time I would want to go see her to, for her to find the book, something would come up with me, or uh, I wouldn't be feeling that well to go. And then it took about, I think, two years. Oh, no, a year and a half, two years, she was at the Salon du Livre de Montréal uh, yeah. for her book. And then I told my kids, we need to get to Madame Jacqueline Lagasse. And here she was there. And I saw her and I started crying. <laughs> oh, really? And, yeah, I started crying. I go, I just saw, I was so emotional. And she goes, I told her, this book saved my life. And I thanked her courage for her courage, because it takes a lot of courage to, get, to, to write a book like that. And, um, and then I wrote to her testimonials, and uh, I don't know, we connected. I think we're both scientists. She was very sick. She lost the usage of her hands, and then she, through her research, she was able to put herself on a remission. Oh, wow. Similar to my story. So uh, we connected, and since, uh, because of our scientific background, we really like had a lot in common and a lot of trust. And then I was, I started giving lectures to the general public about this way of eating. Amazing. Yeah. This is on. So just so we're clear, so everyone's clear, you are fully in remission now. You are not on medication for this disease. No, but I'm on a remission. I still have angioedema, but it's controlled, like by breathing or, uh, and I'm living a Zen life. I can't uh, really push myself. My body would tell me, stop. I would have some minor reaction. And uh, so it's controlled, though. I don't, have, I don't need to take a, treat, a drug for it now. So I so still you- have some knee problem of, because I couldn't, all of my joints were hurting. And it, the cortisone high level, high dosage. So still have a little bit in my right knee, but it's like 85% better. And you attribute this to the uh, hypotoxic diet? Yes. Okay, so yes. let's go through. You wanted to talk a little bit about this controversy on gluten-free. So again, I want to tell you, and I'm going to have them on in a few weeks, that I recently heard because I... I I, I keep switching back and forth with the gluten-free. It's, 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 it's crazy. Basically, mm-hmm. first I heard what you're going to talk about, and then I heard that not everybody is sensitive to gluten. So what is your viewpoint on this gluten-free? What's the deal? My view is nobody should be on gluten. Why? <laughs> nobody. My kids are 100% gluten-free. It's, Why? Uh, the science is showing it. Uh, the studies are showing it. The testimonials of people are showing it. It's for everybody gluten-free, and I explained solely. 
You know, that was studied a long time. In 2002, they, like Dr. Senyale, when he put his uh, studies, he, he knew that something was wrong about gluten, and he didn't put point, pinpoint on the molecule what was the real problem. Until 2002, a researcher, Switzerland's researcher, found and discovered the presence of the amino acid asparagine in the envelope of the modern cereals that contain the gluten. Okay. This asparagine, we can Google it when it's heated at high temperature and combined with the sugar, the starch of the cereal, produces the glycotoxin that's very toxic to our body, acrylamide. Okay. So this acrylamide is really bad for our body and especially for our nervous system. Okay. This is one issue with 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 this modern cereal and we and lately during the recent years the mar- like the industry wants us to consume more uh, whole wheat <laughs> multi grain yes. so we're consuming more of the acrylamide because it's in the envelope of the grain okay you you follow yeah, so I am following having more cases of arthrosis especially in kind we're having like I think twenty four thousand uh, juvenile arthritis. Like, it's crazy. Okay. Like, people are really suffering from gluten. And uh, another thing with gluten, they modified it so much to give it the elasticity, the, the sponge, like, it's a sponge. And, uh, you know, the, the bread would, uh, would uh, become, like, more spongy and elastic. Yeah, yeah. So they increased the content of gluten in nowadays cereal as compared to the ancestral wheat. And also, you know, they modified it with has more chromosomes. So this gluten is no longer like before. And our body, our enzymes, our digestive enzymes are not made to digest the modern uh, agriculture, the modern food. You know, our genes are from, they date from the Homo sapiens dating 200,000 years ago. But the agriculture of milk and the, the, the cereals, this modern cereals, just 10,000 years ago, which is so recent. So our, our body, our genes are not made to digest this modern food. Okay, so no gluten. So let's talk about cereal for a moment, because I can I foresee a problem here. So you're going to buy your cereal. There's a big sign on it that says gluten free. I look at the ingredients. The first ingredient is corn. You tell me no corn. If it's not no corn, corn, it's rice. It's bright rice or brown rice. Brown rice is also controversial. What do you say about that? The brown rice is just like more glucid, more uh, carbs. But uh, if we take the complete, uh, the whole rice, it doesn't, it doesn't have the acrylamide. So no, but it, there's a lot of talk about the um, arsenic in brown rice. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I didn't really research the too much arsenic on the rice. So I okay. wouldn't want to talk about it. Yeah. Okay, so you eat cereal that is made up of rice, I would imagine, then. Uh, yeah, but mostly from buckwheat and from quinoa. Like the pasta we buy are made from quinoa and uh, buckwheat. So, so is there a particular cereal you recommend? Pardon? Is there a particular cereal you recommend? For the kids? For the family? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is the quinoa puffs that my kids love. Chocolate okay. quinoa puffs. Okay, good yeah, to know. Really Chocolate quinoa yeah. And then we can make our, yeah, yeah. I can't you even can say it. it. <laughs> You can mix it with some chia seeds and some flax seeds. and uh, yeah. Nice. Oh, I know which one you're calling. It's the go-go quinoa, isn't it? 
Go, go, quinoa. Yeah. Yeah, go that's it. Okay. Good. good to know. I'm yeah. getting my next breakfast for my kids here. So, yeah, yeah. okay. So now, okay. So we ha- understand the gluten. I personally am very, very much in support of dairy-free diet. Why, why do you feel the dairy-free is so important? I mean, I could give my opinion, but I really want to know yours. My, yeah, the dairy, uh, dairy uh, milk is real, has many, uh, many, pro- many issues with it. First of all, is like it contains the protein casein. Uh, yes. It's eighty percent of the total proteins in the dairy milk, as compared to seventeen percent of our human milk. This casein is is supposed to make the uh, veal grow to become a cow within a year. So we're drinking that. So this is why we see more uh, more uh, kids with diabetes, cholesterol, high, like cardiovascular uh, uh, conditions, and also there is it's pasteurized at high temperature. So it, since it has has an animal protein that we're cooking it at high temperature, it's generating glycotoxins. And then right. there is the insulin growth factor one that is also in high level in the dairy milk that we know it can, it's, uh, it has major, many uh, uh, roles in uh, like uh, toxic roles in our body. And one of them is to inhibit the death of abnormal cells in our body. So it doesn't let our immune system function well and to kill those abnormal cells. So okay, so like so what you you mentioned earlier that you were a cheese lover. So how do you survive without your dairy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you love cheese. You said that. you didn't want to give up cheese. Yeah, yeah, Sandra. And you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's the story with the cheese? That made me start to love myself more than the cheese. <laughs> that really? Was love relationship. Oh, yeah. so you chose you <laughs> over the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I get it. I like that. Tell me more. What is this love relationship you're talking about? I just, every, like, you know, in the beginning one, you would have uh, weaknesses. Yeah. Before menstruation or whatever, when you're feeling, you know, sometimes we have our bad days. Yeah, this of course. Is when you're not that strong, you don't have this willpower. And okay. I would eat a cheese. And okay. then I would be sick. And I would have an angioedema reaction. Oh, boy. And then I would feel guilty about it. And why, how come I'm so weak? I ate this piece of cheese, you know, the whole dilemma. Yes. And then okay. I started looking at food differently. Okay. Why so I want to eat it? Who's, yeah. So the journey of, your, your scientific journey led to a love relationship with yourself, which I do get. So, but mm-hmm. I understand that actually. I was just talking to my friend last night about that, that I've never felt better since I've, I'm eating mm-hmm. food that will fuel mm-hmm. me and it makes me feel better about me. And it's, yeah. it's exactly what you said. I'm choosing me and I'm important. Like, I don't want to put toxins in my body. Me, yeah. yeah, and when you're at, when, and also when you understand all the toxins that are coming from the dairy milk, and it's, we're against nature. We're not supposed to drink the cow's milk. We're supposed to drink our human milk. That's it. And then nature made it that it stops at some point. We're not made yes. to drink it. So 100%. Nature, we're going against nature. And when we understand this whole, this whole concept, of the milk, and I, I, and during my lectures, I tell them the poor cow, she was in the wrong time and wrong place when it yeah. was discovered. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> you know? That's so true. That's so true. So and now, if you I if really you continue to listen see. this month, Rose, are you there, Rosemary? Yes. 
Oh, I thought yeah, I lost I'm you. Here. I'm sorry. Um, if you continue yeah. to listen um, this entire month of uh, April and May, um, we have some of the biggest doctors in the world coming on Straight Talk. Uh, they were kind enough to agree, and they're going to be talking about this topic over and over again and the research on cow's milk, which is unequivocal. And I think that people need to know it. Whether they decide to stop or not, that's their decision. I don't personally believe in uh, forcing people to make that decision, but I do believe getting the knowledge out is extremely important so people like you are extremely important that's why I wanted you to come on the show thank you Sandra and it's like as you said we need to inform because a lot of people they just don't know our duty our role since we know is just to let the message out that's right but not to shove it down their throat Mm -hmm. yeah do you agree pardon do you agree with that that we should not be shoving it down their throat just getting the information and then make their own decision This is why, like, I say that now it's became my mission. Like, I'm feeling like I need to tell them about it, and then they will make their own decision. They need to know the truth. They need to know what's behind it, where it's coming from, uh, what does it do to your body. The kids need to know about it. Like, I explained it to my kids, and they stopped from one day to another. Yeah. So we need to explain it to them, and they understand, even the kids, the teenager, and I'm seeing a lot of, like, uh, many generations in my conferences and my cooking lessons. I'm seeing them, and they all are understanding, and then they're, first they're in shock, and then they yeah, take small for steps, sure. one small step at a time. Yes, and then you get reinforced with how better, how much better you feel. So, Rosemary, mm-hmm. you're doing extraordinary work, and we're, you know, we're soon going to run out of time, and I certainly want people to know how they find you and what you're doing these days. So where do they find you? What are you doing? How can someone take one of these courses with you? Yeah, I had created um, uh, the company La Vegal, L-A-V-E-G-A-L-E. So they can see, go to my website, uh, com, and uh, my Facebook health and wellness website. And uh, I'm giving now uh, conferences across Quebec. I've been uh, called upon by libraries, by many events, by associations, by university, by schools. So uh, just to spread the message out. And I'm giving a cooking lesson uh, based on this anti-inflammatory diet, but it's really full of flavors and it, there's a lot of science behind it and it's educative. Not you don't go just to get a recipe. For sure there is a recipe, recipes coming, but you know, understand how you can manage yourself in the daily routine. So all the struggles that I went through as a mom with no energy and how to uh, organize myself, I give them out those tools. And I do uh, some grocery accompaniment so that they read the labels, the ingredients on the product they buy. They Not to go and just buy any gluten-free product. They need to see um, if there is sugar, if there is gluten hidden, a lot of stuff that says gluten-free, but there is hidden gluten ingredients, preservatives, you know, so I teach them. It's a very educative process that I'm doing. 
Wow. Amazing. Look, Rosemary, we're just about, we are actually out of time. I do want to say that I am, I'm sure everybody listening is inspired and, and I'm so very proud of you for what you did, uh, learning to love yourself, taking such good care of yourself and spreading the word. Please go on her website, www.levagale. I'm sorry, I'm not saying that right, am I? It's L-A-V-E-G-A-L-E.com. And again, the Facebook is also facebook.com. L-A-V-E-G-L-A. If you have any trouble finding Rosemary, just contact me um, at Straight Talk with Sandra Reese or info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Rosemary, thank you so much. We learned millions of years ago that it is a healthy mind and a healthy body, and you certainly exemplify that. So thank you so much for coming on Straight Talk. Thanks a lot, uh, Sandra, and thanks a lot for your hard work and your inspirational uh, work. Thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. This is Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Keep your eyes on the stars. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and we'll tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life. <laughs>